Why Nickers? Bernard pulls the trigger. And this is a brand. Nickers is a brand. Allen Houston. Nickers means Lord. Once a neck, always a neck. What is up? Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Nickish. You got your boys Mo, Nafi, and Faiz here. Talk Nick's news of the week. But before we get into all that, check out our website, nick-ish.com, and cop yourself a pair of Nickish shorts and hat today. It's perfect for that summer ball weather. And you already know you'll have the most fire fit on the court, so check it out today. Now let's bring my boy Nafi. What's going on, man? How you doing? Not bad, bro. Kind of annoyed that like the free agency news just seemed to stop, but that's only because like <laughs> you know the bitch made do in Brooklyn and they just you know take shit hostage. But otherwise, doing okay. How you doing, bro? I'm doing all right. I mean, you know, I think Nick's Twitter was pretty hot this week, but luckily for us, we weren't <laughs> involved <laughs> we with that. We just we just witnessed. We just we just on the side looking at looking on. Um, we like war reporters from Baghdad right now. We're just exactly. like, yeah, as you can see, <laughs> the insurgency is going on over there past the cliff. We're not going to partake, but we're going to watch. Yeah. <laughs> just a fire. Just, be, just, be, just some people burning here or there. Fights, what's going on, man? I'm feeling good, man. Back in, back on the home court, back in New York, out of the six. So, feeling good, feeling great. <laughs> That's what's up. I mean, this week, uh, the Knicks Summer League began, and we got to see our young, young Bucks playing, and uh, they look pretty good, apart from last night's end. Uh, how you guys feeling so far about the Summer League? Just, just some quick thoughts. Nafi, what about you? Starting with you. Wait, my bad. First quick thought, fuck Richard Jefferson. That, that's my first quick thought. There you go. You stole my answer. So, <laughs> in lieu of my previous answer, not. But real talk. I Actually, quick summer league thoughts is I feel highly blessed, bro. And I'm going to tell you why. Our 58th overall pick, literally in his second summer league ever, looks like a grown man amongst boys. And that's in itself is a rarity. Mm-hmm. So I keep keep that shit in perspective. Like we don't have any lotto picks playing in the summer league anymore. But I like the young kids we got, and that in itself is my my first main takeaway. The other one is yo Grimes is nice. Like three and D is his bare minimum, like his floor basically. But yeah, I'm feeling good about the kids. Play that crossover. Outside. Saw that crossover by Sims that he did, and and mm. it was a double dribble. But Still. what I thought was funny was that the Knicks posted. Something for Mitchell Robinson earlier today, and it was a crossover dunk play also. So I think a lot of a lot of people forgot, myself included, that he had that play. But the fact that we got two second round centers who are capable of doing that mm. is that's fucking great, man. Shout out to our front office and the development, development, development. staff. You know what I mean? So like, Daishoshimoto. You know that tip the staff, bro. Like yeah. they're. I'm not even going to pronounce that name. I'm pretty sure that's racist in some kind of <laughs> you see it right there. That's some kind of xenophobia. Nickish got canceled. We're part of the war now. <laughs> Probably. Um, I mean, yeah, that's. It, I got to give credit. Like We was bitching about Tibbs, especially I was fresh off the season or fresh at the end of the season. But, you know, I think this is what they wanted. They wanted us to, like, cool off, the fan base to cool off on Tibbs. You know what I mean? And, like, realize, like, you know, there are some positives. We're going to be pissed about his rotations, no doubt. And I don't think that's going to stop the season. But I think this coaching staff, this development staff, since Re- Leon came in and Tibbs came in, has been, you know, on point. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even just Jericho and Quentin. Like, we got to talk about McBride as well. Like, we've seen what he was doing in Westchester. And, I mean, he didn't look too good, I, f- I want to say, just to be objective. He looked like a, a point guard that couldn't get in the paint. 
a lot of times, and there's a lot of people that are probably going to wonder why that is with McBride. But I mean, for what he is, as far as the second round pick, you know, defensive oriented, got a nice jumper. I'm I'm not mad at it. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm expecting him to like kind of take a leap like IQ did. But what y'all think about what y'all see from Deuce? Any thoughts on Deuce? Uh, I mean, Deuce Deuce wasn't really like impressive. I would say you're you're definitely right. Where Quentin Grimes was the 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 star of the show, Jericho Sims like following right after. Uh, but in general, with the summer league, I- I'm gonna say like I don't want to put too much weight or gravity into anything that happens in summer league. But it's uh, it's a fantastic feeling to see that the players that you have at the top of the list of summer league, who are the bottom of the least uh, list of our regular starters, and you know our, our roster are outperforming against these scrubs basically like they look like nba players they look like they're dominating and they don't even belong on the summer league court in terms of like they're, pl- they're outplaying these guys so you know a few summer leagues in a row where we've seen this where iq and ob look like they were eons ahead of everyone else on the court last year got to see a lot of that iq playmaking upside last year and now we're seeing that too with quentin grimes like i know uh he originally started as a point guard and then when he transferred they shifted his role to three and d so he could flourish more because he just plays better like that but we're seeing a lot of that those old tendencies and playmaking upside from Quentin Grimes so uh, really excited about that I feel like with Deuce I'm, I'm not too worried I feel like they're trying to get him to to you know become a little bit more like a Tibbs point guard try to get into the paint like we saw that we, we want him to work on things that are different than what he's already worked on now that he has a summer league quote-unquote competition instead of the G League competition. So I'm not really worried about Deuce. It's, it's cool to see him trying trying these new things because we know he can shoot. We know he has playmaking upside. We know that he can uh, defend. Now it's more about like going downhill, getting into the paint, being that kind of like Tibbs point guard that you'd like to see. So... Uh, in general, I, I like the Summer League stuff, but I'm not putting too much weight into it. I feel like I was much more excited last year when IQ and Obi were there because Obi's a human highlight reel. You know, we don't, right. like, no one's like that. But Jumpman Sims, he, he's getting up there. He's looking Bro, good. Bro, his hops are ridiculous. And I swear, Insane. I mean, Insane. I don't want to seem like I have short-term <laughs> memory because I feel like I swear young Mitch had, like, these same kind of moments. But I, I don't know. It's, maybe it's recency bias, but I don't know. Sims' little spurts of little athleticism. I feel like they're more impressive than what Mitch used to show. And Mitch used to do shit. Young Mitch, young skinny Mitch would do shit that would make us go, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? But Sims is doing that too, so I don't mm -hmm. know. I mean... I feel like Mitch's defenses were really blew us away because it was like, you didn't even know that players that late played that good defense. But with Mm -hmm. Sims, it feels like this like natural athleticism that again like we don't have too much over on our roster like Mitchell Robinson is definitely athletic, but the way Jericho was built, the way he jumps, everything like... This kid is fit, man. And I, I don't know if you guys got to see the comments after the extension, the, the contract. You know, he, he switched from a two-way to a regular contract. He mm-hmm. was like, this is just a step. This is just a step towards the next contract. So love I him. love seeing that he's hungry, expect, you know, expecting that he's going to earn the next contract and whatnot as well. So and we're, love this. we're seeing a lot of him, especially on social media. For a guy as quiet as he is, we're seeing a lot of social media, like, pics of him working out with Randall and just he just mm-hmm. looks jacked. You know what I mean? And his defense maybe could do some work. I think when you do when you compare Mitchell Robinson's summer league highlights to Jericho Sims, Mitchell is more more defensive with the laws, but right. Jericho is just out of this world athleticism. And I think uh, you know, especially during these games with him, Harnstein can throw it down too. I, I I don't know too much about his game, but whatever game I've seen, he he knows how to dunk. And uh, with these guys and and Obi, like we're gonna have a fun team. 
strong big man rotation. Like, mm-hmm. the center rotation's on lock. You got Mitch Robinson as a starter, paid well. Uh, Harnstein is a definitely, like, you know, a lot of upside, like we talked about last week. And then backing backing up Mitch is, you know, two guys who we were, honestly, exactly. we were talking about on the pod. We were low-key ready to see Sims. Like, I know it wouldn't be ideal, but I feel like Sims could play a few minutes, like, play heavy minutes for, for Mitchell Robinson. Like, we were ready for him to back up Mitchell Robinson. So, now that he's the third string, that's even... That's even more impressive. Like and without and, Ta- and shout considered. out shout out Taj. He, yeah, he played well for a couple of years, but without yeah. him, all these boys are like twenty five and younger. <laughs> which is yeah. Shout out Taj. Nice. You know, yeah. re- like exactly what I was gonna say to Faiz. He's like all things considered, that big man rotation is looking really good without the veteran voice. You know what I mean? That we been had. You know what I mean? Or for for the last couple of years since twenty nineteen. So yeah, I mean the thing about like the Sims. I saw people even saying like when we signed Isaiah, which by the way that became official today too, right? That pretty yeah. much all our moves became Brunson official today. Brunson became official today, right? Yep, yep. But I saw some people worried that like, oh, what does this mean for Sims? Because we signed Isaiah and we got Mitch back. But I feel like just l- go look at like the per thirty six numbers for both Mitch and Isaiah. They're both can be foul prone. I know Mitch tapered that down a bit, but Isaiah still is kind of like that kind of guy, at least from what I've seen from Clippers reporters and writers, that he still has a little bit of foul proneness to him. So it's going to be nice where, like, those guys are going to be in foul trouble. Boom, you got something like Sims that can step in, I feel like. And that's a comfortable place to be as far as big man rotation. And we know in Tibbs' system, or at least I hope, like, most fans know, a big man that is rebounding and defensive oriented is Rim crucial to his system. It's crucial to his system. You know what I mean? So we got three of those guys I feel like can step in and all three have room for growth. You know what I mean? But uh, y'all got any favorite Taj memories? Because like, I, I want to say Taj Stojakovic last season, him morphing <laughs> into a stretch big. Top three moment in fandom. You know what I mean? Yo. He was spraying it from the court. Taj Curry oh. last year, man. <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to lie. I can't think past that. What else has he – he's done a lot. I mean, you know, he's done a lot for the community and all that. But just on the court, before he was shooting like that, I can't remember any major, major highlights. Uh, I mean, he, Taj uh, had games where he was like a defensive menace. I can't, like, really recall exactly what, but he's had – game press conference after our playoff series. Remember that? Mm. He was up there emotional. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, he had me convinced. Like, yo, we need this man to be our Haslam. But – even he was just like, nah, I can't do the Haslam thing. I'm not just going to stay here and collect checks. I want to go play. He saw the writing <laughs> on the wall. Yeah, he yeah, saw the writing on the wall. So he wanted to go to Washington go play because, you know, they're, they, they're delusional over there. They think that committing to Bradley Beal will make them better. But that's that's not our problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think he's been here he since the, he's been here since the Fizdale days, right? Yeah. Since the him and Randall came in together, basically. Yep, yep. The curse 2019 offseason. And we get, then again, that set us up for where we are now, so I can't even really be mad. It's not but, the first season. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would love to see Taj come on later on as, like, an assistant coach or something. I feel like seeing him, his presence, like, what he's done for even, like, guys like Mitchell Robinson, you know, like, I know obviously Kenny Payne had a lot a lot to do with that, but after Taj Gibson comes in, these real big men come in, you did see Mitchell Robinson. Uh, you saw the foul foul trouble, like, kind of, like, de-escalate, and he, he got much better with that. And, you know, now it's, like, it's time to move on from that. And, like, you know, I would love to have seen Taj stay on the team, but I'm not, I'm not losing sleep over it. Like, it's not... Yeah, I mean, at this point, we're three deep at the position, and, like, if, yeah. we, if we need an emergency big, uh, man, maybe, what's his face, Norvell Powell? Who do we have that, like, last year? The dude from G League, the big man. He's still, you know he's I mean? still I, on the Knicks. Bring him back. Nah, I he's not still he, on the Knicks. But like I'm saying, not. there's literally it's a random yeah. G League center is available for us, pretty sure. So, best of luck to Tosh. Um, and these three guys, yep. they work well with the kind of point guards that we have, are those these Fact. drive-in point guards that can't play good defense. And I think it's kind of – I kind of want to transition into the – the kind of player that we might get, or the the player 
that the Knicks might target or apparently are targeting, according to today's report. Uh, one, uh, Utah Jazz's own Donovan Mitchell. And, um, you know, report came out today that the uh, Jazz are open to having discussions. There's no guarantee that he's going to be on the move. But, you know, a week ago, we heard that they want to build around him. And since that, that since then, that's changed. And now, you know, a lot of people believe that the Knicks have one of the best potential packages to offer. Um, how do you guys feel about Donovan Mitchell? A lot of people are really high and want to go all in. Others want to not trade the assets that the Knicks accumulated. Uh, some people just want to do kind of like a, like a, you know, do kind of a lowball offer and work your way up from there. Just, you just got to remember that the guy that we're dealing with is Danny Ainge, who is not one guy to be, uh, to, you know, one guy to trifle with when it comes to trades. So if we have to pay like Danny Ainge's price, like like what we talked about last week, the kitchen sink and the gyro cart outside of MSG and everything, like <laughs> obviously we don't want to play on his terms. We'd rather like what we talked about last week. Remember we had the Knicks, like I think there was reports that the Knicks were saying that they're hesitant to throw in everything because of the all-in move and whatnot. So like like we said, we don't want to play on Danny Ainge's terms. We'd rather get a deal going on that's in, in our playing field. But I know a lot of people are really concerned about the fit with Brunson and Donovan Mitchell, just like you know, let, like let's just say something happens where the Knicks make that happen. But uh, I, I, I'm of the of the thinking and of that thought process that you want to get stars through the door and figure it out later. Like a lot of these players that we've seen, a lot of these like things like I'm not saying like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, are the same situation, but people were saying they were they weren't gonna work. And the team, if you have a good team around them, they made the rest of it work. A lot of those defensive concerns I'm not as worried about, like we said, with the Tibbs defense, where he doesn't do a lot of one-on-one switching, like switch everything. It's a lot of help defense. And like we were talking about with the centers, that's where a player like Mitchell Robinson, a player like Harnstein, a player like Sims, like these guys are there for the help defense, and they're going to make up for Brunson and Mitchell's possible pitfalls so I, I i think i'm someone who's been clamoring for this donovan mitchell move and you know the whole point of all these assets is to make a move like this so i'm 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 there for it just the question is if this is the right move right and i think you hit it on the head angels especially after what he got from the gold bear trade was it like right. five first round picks there unprotected all, unprotected you know what i mean you don't miss um yeah i mean when it's time to blow it up he'll blow that shit all the way up you know what i mean but with the Mitchell situation, I feel like, especially since we, especially after our draft day moves and the kind of financial place, like Rose put us in, I feel like if we wanted to, and I saw like Jazz reporters, like their number one beat writer was just like, if the Knicks, the Knicks expect the Knicks to engage with Utah immediately, and if they wanted to, they have the best package. Really, if we wanted to and put together the package of picks that's required, we could get Mitchell. It's about like, what's our front office's tolerance for including the youth. You know what I mean? I think RJ got to be off the table. And I feel like 100%. the very fact that uh, the Ian Bagley's has been, like, communicating and reporting that both sides want to get an extension done with RJ. I think that's the front office's way of leaking that, like, RJ's off the table. But, like, you talk about anybody else on the roster, and if, if Mitchell is our end game, and, yeah, you laid it out, having two six one guards in the backcourt is probably not ideal defensively, but you get that talent with RJ and you keep Mitch... Anything else surrounding that, and, you, you know, we know this front office can't open flexibility to do additional moves. I think that's the core four you can work with. And am I going to be happy if we lose IQ and OB, if that's the price and all them picks? Nah, but it's like, if it happens, put it this way. I've rationalized worse moves to myself as a Knicks fan. I'm going to just put it <laughs> that way. you got to pay no a way. Man. We're going to get Mitchell and be like, 
the picks, though. You know what I mean? Like you got you got to pay to play, man. You got to exactly, pay to play. Exactly. Like. You know what I mean? Um, but let me ask y'all this. This this is my first immediate thought that when when the news came out, it came out of most like literally Woj reported that immediately after all our moves became official when the Brunson move, like yada yada yada, became official. And we know Woj has pretty much been a mouthpiece for Leon and CAA, especially amongst his Brunson tampering shit. You know what I mean? He was basically, like, trying to put shit out there for CAA to get the heat off of us. You think this is, like, some kind of collected effort from CAA, Leon, and whatever to say, like, yo, this is it. It's coming now. You know what I mean? Like, the Mitchell movie is next. You know what I mean? Because, I don't know. What y'all take of that whole timing? Because it came immediately after... The Brunson move became official, and then boom, suddenly Donald Mitchell was not on a table, and now Utah's open to inquiries. What y'all make of that? But what would be the benefit of doing that? Let's let's say let's say it is that they're they're teasing us about it. What 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 benefit would that be to anyone? Well, I mean, I didn't say anybody's team? teasing. I'm saying like, well, how how do y'all? Ref- what's your interpretation of how that went down? Because like, if we know for, that Woj is in touch with the Knicks front office, Woj is literally CAA. He's rep by CAA. And we know Leon ran CAA. How y'all? How do y'all interpret how that news came out today? It, where the Brunson move came official, and then boom, Mitchell's like a suddenly on the trade market. It validates the possibility of it because I think everyone would agree that the Knicks could offer the best package, which on of it, in of itself is actually a wild statement. And I'm actually pretty fucking happy that the Knicks can even say that they can offer the best right, package right. for for an All Star player like that. That's that's my only reason. I think he has to wait for it. Because there's there's just simply no other team that can offer, you know, the best package for it, and and is also interested in Donovan Mitchell. Um, yeah, I mean, for for him personally, you know, my take on on Donovan Mitchell, we have eight picks over the next four years. I'm down to give up however many picks if we get to keep our young guys and maybe trade Randall and Cam Reddish. I I like Cam, but I haven't seen enough of him, which you know I'm okay with. Uh, if we get to somehow some way keep IQ and Obi. Uh, we're probably gonna have to give up Grimes. Um, that's a W. That's that's a win-win. And you get to give up Randall at the same time. That's that's a massive W. It's just when you start in- including Obi Toppin and Emmanuel quickly, who could be key role players on a title-contending team or at least a top-seed team. That's when I start getting a little hesitant. It makes me wonder, you know, is it if it's worth waiting another year for another player, another disgruntled superstar? Because we we know that that's a plan. It's always gonna happen. There's always gonna be another player who wants out of his team, and you know. Mitchell is not even a top 15 player in the NBA right now, but it doesn't mean he can't be. He's 25 years old. He's going to be 26. He's about to enter his prime. Uh, I just Let hope. Let me ask you the PR ask about this. So, like, yeah, there will be other stars, but, like, this is just that devil's advocate shit. What if, if we lose on this star, is that probably the biggest PR hit for this front office? Because Donovan Mitchell has been the one we're most connected to, you know what I mean, ever since they came on board. So, like, let's say he goes to our heated rival, Miami. Is that. I almost feel like the front office is my personal take. They're more incentivized to go after Donald Mitchell just to make sure that doesn't happen, that he goes to Miami. I mean, because that is like a hated rival. But can our front office afford to take that PR hit, looking at it from a devil, devil's advocate view? It's an interesting question because the last major PR hit we took was the Brooklyn thing. Exactly, and, and that was a different front office, and they didn't survive. Like, Steve Mills did not survive the, the winner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and, I mean? But so. then what, what ended up happening was that they, they fell to the, the pressure of it and started going after the wrong player in D'Angelo mm-hmm. Russell. And if they made that move, then we, we would have been screwed now. Um, makes you wonder if Donovan Mitchell is not is the right player for right now. Um, he could be, um, but at the expense of Obi Toppin and IQ, whose potential is, we don't even know what their ceiling is. 
uh, it's it could be a massive overhaul. And if they want five picks on top of that, plus those two guys and Randall and I and and Grimes, you know, if if we look at, if we look back on it in a couple of years, it might not look good for us. Well, if you're going that far, like I, I can't like if you're talking about. OBIQ Randall Grimes like you're giving up everything you're giving up the depth yeah, you're, I, mean, you're, I don't see I don't, I don't, Obi and Randall in a deal yeah, like, I, one or the other the power forward depth is gone like that's yeah. completely gone there so I, I don't know I, like I, that's too much I wouldn't pay that type of price but like we well, we talked about offline if it's a package of like picks honestly I'm sorry man let's let's Whatever picks they want, they're going to get. If we're going to get a player like this, whatever swaps, picks, make it happen. I don't want to even think about it, to be honest. But I feel like if we can do Randall, Reddish, someone like Grimes, Derek Rose or something, like these are pieces we can lose. And if you can manage to keep IQ and OB on this team, yes, it would be great for those role players. But then the the worry, the concern that Knicks fans have in terms of like what's the next move after Mitchell you have it right in front of you. You have IQ and OBS, well, other give up trade one of pieces. Because realistically, it's, yeah. I, I, it's not going to be both, but it, it, yeah. it could be one of those two. OB let's say it's IQ. those names plus IQ. So yeah. let's do from the top. Randall, Reddish, Rose, IQ, and Grimes. Those five plus, plus let's say, unprotected picks. picks. Yeah, like the picks. Like four, four picks them. minimum. You know the picks are, yeah. Would you do uh, that, please? I'd be a little bit more hesitant. I'd want to keep Grimes, like just keep one more young player on the team because like you're going to need some positions. But honestly, yeah, I, I think I would do it because like you're, you're switching IQ for someone like Donovan Mitchell. Like it's it's hard to say no there. You still get to keep Obi Toppin. And like I was saying again, if like I, you would like to see Obi or a player like quickly if they're on the roster with Donovan Mitchell continue to grow and become another trade asset because then you can potentially package, let's say, Brunson and and obi for another star type of player that if you have a player like donovan mitchell on the roster just becomes easier to attain they just become easier to get because players want to play with a guy like donovan mitchell and you know we're hoping that donovan mitchell and rj succeed together or donovan mitchell and brunson succeed together so like like we said like at the beginning of this a little bit i feel like you got to get that all-star guy through the door once you get him through the door a lot of the pieces will fall and connect and i'm not saying that getting Donovan Mitchell will make us an instant contender, but it'll make us, I'd say, like a perennial Eastern Conference threat. And it's been a long time since the Knicks have been even a playoff threat. Like, if they could make it out the second round, that's that's a start, man. you got to start somewhere, like, with this team. You'd be, Get them out of mediocrity, at least, you know? Pretty, like, I think it'd be pretty crazy to say no to that, that offer that we just right? made. Exactly. Because we, we, yeah. we got eight picks, so we're giving up the four extra bonus picks that we had. So it's not like we're going to be losing out on every draft like the, like the way Brooklyn did when they traded with Boston. And IQ, as much as we love him, we do we honestly believe that he could be a Donovan Mitchell type of player in his future? He might be, but that would be like that's a very his small you know chance. I mean? Yeah, it's a very small chance, like of maybe like a like a single digit percentage chance he ends up a player like Donovan Mitchell. Like I feel like people are not respecting that. Yo, this guy Donovan Mitchell was scoring like forty a game in the playoffs, almost had a He's point. A beast. Like, he had to carry the huge offensive load. We're talking about a situation where, like, yeah, there's defensive concerns with Brunson, but like Donovan's never worked with a young point guard like like Brunson. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? He had, had Rubio, Mike, who was nice, for and Mike Conley. Conley was and Mike Conley. out of his prime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Conley washed. was at the end of his prime, nearing wash. You know what I mean, but Brunson's a young playmaker. Arge is a young burgeoning playmaker, and. Ob, he's, if you keep him on the team and he's the starter with him, that's exactly. another guy finisher, who can pass. He's a connector, you know what I mean? And, and then you got Mitch operating in that Rudy Gobert light finisher. And that entire you know squad I mean? is going to be twenty six and under, all going into their prime. 
And I again, mean, when you have these players, it's like it's kind of like this KD situation where, like, I'm not trying to compare the Knicks and K- the Nets and KD and uh, the Knicks and the Nets, but like, even if a player like Donovan Mitchell doesn't work out, he's a huge asset to have to move on and get more assets out of. Like, yeah, I know we're paying a price for him, but let's say we trade Donovan Mitchell. This is a very hypothetical situation, but two years down the line, you're telling me a 27 year old Donovan Mitchell is not going to have like an amazing value like again getting a player like this through the door figure out the next steps after because you don't get opportunities like this like i feel like i do understand where Knicks fans are coming from where they're like we should just wait for the next player but we've been saying that you know what i mean like how like yes players do become available but we got to use these assets before they become obsolete and we've no like we're not going to draft any of these players yeah. if this year's drafted and show you that already. I do want to say though like to protect this of sound like we're talking out both sides of our mouth cuz like when that report did initially leak we're like oh, the Knicks are hesitant to offer to Utah the, the desired package of young players and picks we all understood it and right that, we, we understood it in negotiation tactics exactly. like you don't give your best to start but then also we also understood in the scenario where we do let this opportunity for donovan go we understood the front office is making a bet that they could you know be in a pursuit for another star which is a fair bet you know what i mean like we just touched on that but it's like weighing the options you know it's like like donovan's right there we've been linked to him this man's been in queens like the whole like off season chilling with emmanuel quickly at dinners you know I mean? apparently let me tell you something so there was that that gossip you pointed out right where like kai q and donovan had like dinner instead of like people reading that as like don like iq recording donovan recruiting donovan what if it was like they was entertaining like a wife swap scenario it was like yo so like what if you went to my team i went to yours and Donovan's trying to, like, reassure IQ. Yo, you sound that bad. Shit got reckless, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you started yeah. with wife swap. I was like, I'm, yo. Like, a, a, a figuratively speaking. Maybe they want, maybe. You should have said a figurative wife really. swap. Oh, my God. You started with that? Like, where is this pod going? I mean, bro? who knows? Who knows? I mean, shit. Fizdale's in the Utah fucking front office now. He could be in some freaky shit that he hit. Uh, I, don't I don't know. Y'all can yeah. read into it how y'all want to read into But I'm saying but yeah, what if that's what it is? What if uh, that whole meeting is about Donovan trying to reassure IQ? It's okay. A young black man can survive in Utah. That's awesome too, man. Then that, like we still <laughs> end up with Donovan Mitchell. Like you know, I feel like I feel like I, I, I we've been the, the whole reason that Knicks fans have been talking about this for weeks and months, and like you know we've had pods about this multiple times is because he's that type of player. Like most right, he's definitely not in the top fifteen, but. Like, I'd say he's right outside the top 15 looking in, and that's outside of his prime, you know? Like, you put him with a guy like, uh, put him back with Johnny Bryan, and, you know, let's continue to develop this guy. Like, And Donovan Mitchell, I don't think was would have been Leon Rose's plan A, because plan A, honestly, was Carl Anthony Towns and Devin Booker. And those guys, what happened this past week? They both re-signed their extensions, so they're off the table pretty much. On top of that, both of their teams are... Looking and fairly they're, and they're strong teams, exactly. They're strong probably going to be both top five seed teams. So you don't, you're not going to expect those guys to be the next disgruntled star. Even though everyone thought two years ago when these guys, you know, were hired by by uh, you know Jim Dolan that they would be next in line to want to trade um, and come to the Knicks. But they're both out, you know, and there aren't that many options in the NBA. There always will be, but Donovan Mitchell is the next best best thing and we see it time and time again with these guys they have to pivot they have to go to the next best plan next best option and let's say we I get donovan is. mitchell on the roster man what's who says that when devin booker is available we can't just trade donovan mitchell like i mean i'm not even gonna go that far i'm just gonna say if we get to a situation where we do have that core four that we mentioned like if it's Jalen or rj donovan and mitchell robinson and OB people may say that's not gonna win a title right away but i'm like yo that's more that's 
the brightest future collectively the Knicks franchise has had since Walt, Clyde Frazier, Earl DePearl, and like Willis Reed won ch- championship rings. You know what I mean? So like, are we gonna maybe, maybe poo-poo the 90s. that? I'm gonna nah. go. I mean, I'm maybe the '90s Knicks. I, I wouldn't collective go. talent. The, the '90s Knicks. I, I, I understand what Nafi said. The '90s Knicks is top heavy, very and, top like, heavy. A, a bunch of conquistadors. You know what I mean? Like very no top heavy. Respect to that crew, but like. You ask any old head, they'll tell you they wish they had a true sidekick for Patrick Ewing back then. I'll talk about a scenario where we still have Donovan on the rise, RJ on the rise, and Jalen, who's shown at the very least he's a He could be a number, number two. two. There you go. And and we said RJ could be a number two. He gets shifted to number three. All of a sudden, like, you know, and a lot a lot, who, a lot more interesting. Who's the guy that cooked Donovan Mitchell last season? Well, there you go. They're they going to be teammates. Better in exactly. practice. They're going to be exactly. teammates. They ain't nobody cooking Donovan Mitchell no more. Jalen Brunson will tell him the secrets, and that's it. And on top of that, you know, like, I know a lot of people do have the concerns of the guards, like, you know, having, like, two smaller guards. But in the Eastern Conference, like, the guards aren't who I'm scared of. I'm scared of the bigs, man. It's, yeah. like, Giannis, Joel Embiid, like, with the guards, like, like. It is a valid concern when we talk about switching. For and, like, sure, for sure. To mismatch, but I'd rather have those undersized guys be able to on the other end punish mismatches as well because we know donovan there's no big man in the league that can stay in front of him for more than like two straight possessions you know what i mean jalen we saw what he can do against a mismatch we seen him i seen him put his shoulder into devin booker and send that boy flying you know what i mean talk about like him worried about like um uh, or worried about size advantage it's valid but i feel like at that point you know you get the star in and then you get like you know what i mean that's that's like, what, what, what's the meme called? The fucking first world problems. You know what I mean? Like, let's exactly. get that talent in place exactly. and worry about that shit after. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Because we're still going to be a healthy franchise. It's not like it's a, you know what I mean? It's not like it's you're a not trading for like, yeah, that scenario. You know you're not mean? trading for a 32-year-old star. You're trading for a player who's going into his prime. And, yo, again, like, uh, uh, like you're adding Donovan Mitchell, who's for a native New Yorker. You know, like, this, this is... This is a match made in heaven. This is what the Knicks fans have been clamoring for. So I would love to also see this front office make that home run move. Because we've said it. Jalen Brunson and stuff, these are like singles, doubles, like in baseball terms. Like, it's not a home run out of the park. And I feel like, you know, in these trades for like players like Paul George, you know, these big superstar players, like the other team is always going to get the picks, but we get the player. We get the guy who's available now. And... It's all about the now, man. Let's get it yeah, going now. Are mad funny. I, I saw on Twitter some guys <laughs> like, yeah, we're, we're, we should go for RJ and eight picks. And some guy no. replied back. He's like, nah, you're going to get Evan Forney and you're going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I just hope, honestly, the, the chicken little in me is just like hoping that like, yo, you see like Utah get D-Wade in ownership. They just hired Fizz though. What if that... They brought these Miami Heat people in because they want. Push. They would prefer to trade Donovan to Miami. It's just that Pat Riley and Danny Ainge hate each other, so they needed like these other parties to come in and kind of like you know I mean lessen the tension so the deal could. But get no one done. wants Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson and Miami picks. Uh, we've talked about it on the pod before, I mean, Utah man. Would probably love it. I the Mormons. Hero, I mean, yeah. shout out to Bomani Jones. He's saying, "Yo, if Tyler Hero is getting traded to Utah, he's, he's not going to be in the NBA no more. He's, out. <laughs> he's, he's, out. he's literally going to retire." He's like, "Okay." But hey, I mean, he could also fly. Out to LA every fucking weekend, like he's right there. Like it's nah, I cannot in good conscience send that man over there. He's gonna be, I mean, I, like I, I, gonna be a proud, I, I, proud. Uh, he's gonna be a proud boy over there. Proud boy. Ah, ah, yeah. I, I, I think we've talked about it before. Like with the Knicks, like 
we think we can they can offer the best package, but it's going to be the best package in terms of picks. Like, yes, they have the young players to offer, but I don't see the Knicks doing that. But the Heat, they're trying to get rid of Tyler Hero and stuff. So if the Jazz are looking for young players to build around, I think they go with the Heat package. If they're looking for picks, like we've seen Danny Ainge, the fucking blood-sucking Dracula he is, go for like. I, I, I think they'll go with the Knicks Utah, pick. I would, if, 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 if I'm Utah and Miami offers Bam, I would take Bam over oh, any young piece on, we have, right? On, but I don't think it's going to get there. Yeah. That's you know not, I mean? no, that's they want to add Donovan to Jimmy and Bam. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. But that's not going to get. I mean, maybe there's a dark horse team. Because, like, you know how we saw Raptors mention for KD? That seems to have cool. But what if, you know, Masai Ujiri goes after fucking Donovan? You know what I mean? Like. That man, that guy, that that dude got balls. You know what I mean? Masai will make a move like that in an instant. You know what I mean? And try to convince him to stay. It'll probably, you know, it'll probably make more sense because he only had a year rental of Kawhi, but he gets done with it. And he's like, yo, I got you three years to convince you Canada's dope. And shit might work. Like we clown Utah. Not too far from New York. Not too far from New York. Exactly, exactly. Quick plane ride from New York and we clown Utah. But like, you know, fucking Toronto seems like paradise compared to what Utah is. You know what I mean? I've never been to either place. It gets a little cold, but like. these players don't get cold. They got fucking million dollar mansions where they stay warm all day, bro. They're not worried about the cold like us. Yeah, yeah. Fucking driven around yeah. in the snow. Like just threw that cold water on us just because like I could sense we're all a little too optimistic. I'm just here to stop that shit. Stop it right now, guys. Like for sure, but again, like with Bro, I, I don't think people are tuning in to, to hear a somber sad story. Like, you know, let's, let's Maybe. I don't know. Some more fan base. Sadistic man. the sadistic Knicks fans? I've I've been there. I was there like two weeks ago. I'm not gonna lie. Before Jalen Brunson signed, I was there. <laughs> Rock Fowler had you in your fields two weeks ago, bro. No cap. That's what we. Lo- it looked like we didn't have no cap, and <laughs> now it looked like we're chilling. Like shout out Nick Swim School. Love love the work they do. Absolutely. Shout, shout out Macri. He's do. he's the man. Yes, the OG. Sir. The Godfather. The OG. Shout out Jeremy Cohen too, man. Jonathan Macri. Respect, Macri. Put, put some respect Macri. on Jeremy's name, too, man. He, he deserves oh, some of that. Great, yeah, I don't care what people say. I love watching, like, Cap or No Cap and Easily. Cream. You know what I mean? Because, like, like, at the end of the day. Hey, like, pause. If, if, you if like you watching hey, Cream? <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Nah, I had, to get, I had to get enough with that. <laughs> you. You're good. I like you. Um, <laughs> but, no, nah, I mean, the whole point of us, if you're interested in some shit, why wouldn't you want to be more knowledgeable about it? And, like, this film school, like, they do exactly as their name, like, implies. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm schooled every time I watch it. Credit to those guys. You know what I mean? So, I love it. I like do, doing shit. the mental hula hoops and gymnastics for cap space that we, we don't have the mental capacity exactly. to do. Exactly. I'm not about to try to do what they do. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's helpful info. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There you go. Shout out to Andrew Claudio, too. That's our, that's our guy right there. Yes, sir. Our guy. Almost went like we, we shouting out all Knicks film school forgot about Andrew. Oof, ugly business. Nah, never the glue that holds holds the school Andrew. together. That's our, never, that's never, our never. You know what I mean, it's it's like a given. You know what I mean, his props is always there. Well, you know what, Andrew? Here's some more props. Here you go. Take another one. Here you go. Kudos to you here. Um. All right, Mo. Take us. Yeah, home. that's that's about it, right? Make sure you guys follow <laughs> us on Instagram and Twitter at Nick Ish Show. Uh, check out our website Nick Ish dot com. Uh, we uh, have more apparel pieces along the way, one that we're very, very excited about. We'll announce in the next week or so. Uh, make sure you check it out. Until next time. Oh, and give us that five-star review on Spotify. Give us that review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, otherwise, take care. Enjoy the rest of the summer league and, um, and the rest of your day. Take care. Peace. Peace. Peace.